Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that's us. That's us as we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Jason Martin, Arnie Spaniards, you heard we're in for the guys tonight. Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. Um, you know, Jay. As, as I'm watching my Arizona Wildcats a trail Oklahoma 14-13 at the half, my fraternity brothers, you know, were on the, those chain texts, and they're texting, did you see that play? Was he inbounds? And by the way, a shout-out to the fraternity guys, Keg and Rezin, Yo Bob and his brother Yo Tom, Thumper, Z, and oh, Roger. Roger know, doesn't have a nickname, but... <laughs> What did you say? What did you say, Jason? I said for crying out loud. I mean, I've asked you about the nicknames before, so we won't get back into that. <laughs> but, Resin but is, is kind of easy to figure out yeah, anyway. But but my, my thing is this. Don't they understand the toughest thing to do, Jason, is to do a radio show and try to watch the game? You, can't, you just can't be done. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't do Because especially if it's your team and you're rooting for the team, and you got to eventually you got to turn your back to the TV. Otherwise, you're just watching the game and you're not listening to what any anybody else has to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it was last year. You and me were on during um, Ohio State Georgia in a college football playoff, uh, right, and right. we were basically just talking about it as it was happening because we knew most everybody listening was also watching the game or interested right, right. in what was happening Monday night. Torres and me are going to be doing the exact same thing right, uh, right. during the second college football playoff game. It's well, that's fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. But yeah, if you have a dog in the fight, like 
you caring a lot about Arizona and your guys caring about Arizona, especially when you want to have like conversations with them as well. Like it's it's nearly impossible to do both. Oh. <laughs> it is now we now Plank and I do the Super Bowl show, but right. we you know we watch the game and we comment on it in in real time. Where that that's what we're supposed to do. It's not like we're supposed to be talking about the NBA and not paying attention. We comment, so that that makes it a hell of a lot easier when you could do something like that. But so you're going to be doing. Monday. That's excellent. That's that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I feel like we're not getting the hype on the games just yet, especially the you know Alabama Michigan game. What a great matchup! I thought there'd be more hype on that right now, but I'm sure we'll start getting more of that. You know? Yeah, I mean, there is hype, but I I, I agree that we have not talked these matchups to death. These two matchups to death. Um, considering how big they are, especially when you look at the brand matchup of Michigan and Alabama. And the season Michigan has had, uh, Harbaugh bookending the season, not being on the field with his team, basically, for varying reasons, everything that they have dealt with. But the fact that they have yet to prove anything once they get out of the Big Ten season and get to the playoff. And Harbaugh still has a losing record in – bowl games to begin with and this is one where they're the one seed and i still believe most people that i have talked to they just they just assume alabama's going to win the game and that 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 feels like it should be a bigger deal than it is, right. but I feel the exact same way. I think Alabama's going to beat Michigan. But it's only, you know, for a game that's like only a two-point spread. Yeah, uh, right. I've never seen so many people more confident in my entire life uh, for a game that's, that's pretty much pick out there. You know, I, I brought this up yesterday. That guy, Dave Portnoy, is making his biggest bet ever. He's a Michigan guy, though, so he's bet like a million dollars on Michigan. So, uh, you know, it, both sides are like fairly convinced that – um, though it wasn't, it didn't seem like Michigan was very happy when they put up no. the matchup on the TV. They weren't jumping for joy. They kind of had their heads down about that thing, you know? Yeah, especially if you you didn't get to see that. The only part of the video you saw was the Alabama portion. But the real story was the reporters that were in the room prior to that phone video or whatever it was that was released with them mocking and doing the tomahawk chop because they were all excited that they were about to play Florida State. And then the cameras turn on, and then you find out it's Alabama, and you get that result. That makes it even funnier to me. Oh, how funny. But I think it definitely I, reveals – it reveals that the I – know, no, I know there are a lot of purists that don't want to hear this. But it reveals that the playoff committee got it right because everybody – that you would talk to right. would rather play Florida State than Alabama if they want to win because they understand that this Florida State team, and I'm not so sure even the Florida State team that had Travis is as good as the Alabama team or as dangerous in a game like this. Agreed you don't want to see yeah. this Alabama team. You would love to see this Florida State team. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what do you think happens to Harbaugh next year? Is he going to be at Michigan? Does he go to the NFL? Does he want to stay in Michigan and get? He's getting forced to go to the NFL because there might be a severe penalty with the guy. Do they just throw up so much money at him in the NFL that that he has to go? I I'm really not sure. I, I part of me really thinks he'll end up back in Michigan, but I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I feel like it's fifty fifty right now, Jason. I feel like his heart is still in the NFL, and it still nags at him that he lost to his brother. 
A lot of people have said that. A lot of people have said that. I think that I think it's true uh, because I think too many people have said it that would know, including we're going to have Bernie Fratto on later, right? And and Bernie has said that many times. So we'll be able to talk to him about it. Um, I still think that he's I think he's an NFL guy at heart, and he wants to go there and finish that job. I think that it becomes much easier for him to leave if they win the national championship. I know that sounds insane, but then he will have done at Michigan what they hired him to do. But I also look at NIL, the constant recruiting grind, and just the fact that a couple scandals have touched that program, and now I would say the magnifying glass is going to be even larger on them. There's still something out there potentially with the NCAA and all this. Maybe maybe it's time to get out of Dodge. Maybe it's time to get to a place where those things are not going to haunt your future. Get out before something happens. So I guess it depends on how clean the closets are at this point. How much is still left that they're concerned about and how anxious does that leave Jim Harbaugh? If that answer is low, then then the Michigan job could be a good one. But the pressure there is just astronomical. I, and so if he can get more money to go to the NFL and maybe coach one of these really young quarterbacks, that might be something he can't say no to. Yeah, and you, you bring up all the controversy. Um, now there's a new one. Alabama coaches, I, I, I sent you this article, mm-hmm. they don't want their players watching film on the tablets out of fear that Michigan's going to be able to go and hack into it and steal some of the signs and stuff like that. Is that paranoia? Or or would Michigan really do something like that? What do you, what do you think? I think that I, I, your laugh is the right response. Like I, I think that, that I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I also think that this is mind games being played by Alabama towards Michigan. This is something they want Michigan to know that they are saying and doing. Like, yep, we we don't want you to use iPads for film study. Um, all those kinds of things. We're watching film in different locations and all this. Like, it's the Pentagon. Or something like that <laughs> to try to be to be careful with everything else. I think that that's that's more it that they want Michigan they want Michigan to think this that this is kind of a dig. This feels like kind of a backhanded, just kind of a backslap kind of deal where they just kind of want Michigan to to know that they're kind of clowning them here. That's right. what it feels like to me because it's ridiculous to think that watching a tablet is going to result – like anonymous is not at Michigan. <laughs> like all these hacking groups are not at Michigan. I, I don't think Connor Stallions employs a bunch of computer hackers. I don't think Mr. Robot is going to be doing all these things. So to me, this just feels like a story that's out there to not just be a distraction, but just kind of be a, a subtle dig, maybe even a little version of trash talk. You, you know, I'm not going to say the better game could be Texas-Washington, but certainly underrated game. That certainly could be a doozy also. We're, you know, we're not paying attention to that one, and that one could be a last-possession game too. Everybody wants to see Alabama-Texas rematch there. But Washington, um, man, they did everything they did, could do to put themselves in that situation. They won. They beat everybody in the Pac-12, had to go ahead and come up with those big victories over Oregon. So um, that that's going to be a fun one. I, we're kind of putting that on the back burner there, Jason. Yeah, a lot of times the one that you're not interested in turns out to be the good one. Um, yeah, yeah. 
I think that you have the chance at a shootout, first of all. You've got two quarterbacks that are going to be airing it out big time. You've got two defenses that are big play defenses. Now, maybe not consistently as dominant from time to time as you would want them to be, but they are takeaway defenses. They are big play defenses. These are two big boy football teams that, that proved it pretty much all year long. Washington, I think most of us thought Oregon was going to beat them in that rematch and didn't happen that way at all. In no, fact, Washington all. emphatically showed, nope, I guess maybe we are the better team after all. That was one of the more and, ridiculous yeah. lines I've ever seen in my life when the Oregon was a seven-point favorite in that game. Yeah, I mean, that was almost disrespectful. Yes. And Washington played it like they felt disrespected. I don't know how – I don't even know who I like in that game. I think just gut is telling me Texas, but gut was telling me Oregon too. So I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think that game could be excellent. I expect it to be really, really good. And it's definitely one where either team could definitely win. Yeah, right now Texas a four point favorite. Remember, over under on that one is sixty three and a half. The Michigan game it's only forty four and a half. Mm. So they expect obviously a lot more fireworks in the Texas Michigan game. How much are tickets going to go if it's going to be Alabama Texas rematch? Which oh, I'm sure everybody grief. wants to see out there. You know? Yeah, I mean, big. And those are just those are those are two brands that if you're not a fan of them, you hate them. Like, if you're not a Texas fan, you hate Texas. I saw a map that was it was sent in an email a few days ago about fans, most hated teams across the country. Alabama is the most hated college program in the country in, like, 45 of 50 states. So you have the haterade bowl, basically, at that point. But you've got two massive brands, and you've got pretty much a built-in knockout television rating out of that game as well because you've got Saban – not it, there's not really that great a storyline with Saban and his old offensive coordinator or anything. It's just Texas, especially considering Texas about to join the SEC and this Texas team that always acts like they have won the national championship the last 15 years in a row, <laughs> even though they haven't. But now they've they've actually kind of backed it up a little bit and they look legit. And I, I considering what we saw earlier this season with those two teams, yeah, I think. I think that would be a that that's the kind of matchup. It also kind of validates Alabama if they were to win, because they would you know get the rematch. exercise get, yeah. that big time loss from earlier in the year. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. By the way, uh, you want to get a hold of us uh, at J Mart Radio. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Like Paul Bills Mafia says, hey, Michigan is the most overrated brand in college football history. One split national title in seventy five years. Bo Schembechler never won one. The only thing that keeps them relevant is Harbaugh and Ohio State. Do we uh, are they overrated or do we put them too high on a pedestal or what, Jason? I, I, see, it's tough to it's tough to really say they're overrated or not. But that's why I think this game is so important for Michigan and for the Big Ten because there has always been, and a lot of times it's felt legitimate, um, a knock on the Big Ten that they're they look really good against each other, right? But then you get them out of the conference. And you see the flaws. You see Always the deficiencies. Always bet against them in the bowl games, I guess. Oh, and and in the uh, NCAA tournament. Yeah. In college basketball, they are 
always. I know, I know. The Big Ten is always super overvalued. It's like, oh, there's eight teams. They're the best conference in America. Right. Seven of them don't get out of the first weekend. <laughs> and it's because they've been beating up on each other in these games where the pacing is so much different than it is everywhere else in the country. And that used to be the case. This Michigan team has athletes. But I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. Has Michigan seen a guy as dynamic as Jalen Milrow? Uh, I mean, dynamic to everyone except Bill O'Brien at the quarterback position. Because right. that story came out, Arnie, that um, Bill O'Brien suggested to Jalen Milrow when yeah, he was, was still at Alabama that. that he should not be a quarterback. Is that offensive? And that, that tells you all you need to know about Bill O'Brien. Well, okay, so what, though? Is that offensive? I mean, that, that's just like getting the draft pick wrong. I mean, Belichick gets draft picks wrong. Is that is that so offensive um, because you tell a kid maybe he shouldn't play quarterback or what? No, I don't call it offensive. I just right. call it another knock on a guy who I didn't really think was that great to begin with. A guy that I didn't think maximized what he had at Alabama when he was the OC, maximized what he had as a head coach in the NFL. I just, I've never been impressed with Bill O'Brien as a play caller, as an offensive mind. I've always found it. You want to talk about overrated? I've always yeah. found, I've always found Bill O'Brien to be overrated. So when he says this about Jalen Milrow, who at the time, he, he may have been right about what he said, but now I can look at it with my hindsight glasses and say, what a moron. Because there's a track record of Bill O'Brien not being the sharpest knife when it comes to some of these things. Yeah, and look, I think he's done a phenomenal job, Milrow. Um, no doubt about that. But he's uh, he's going to have his hands full, though he's faced defenses like this before when he's gone up against Michigan. It's not like the SEC doesn't have good defensive teams, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to interrupt, and this is weird. I know we're going to break here, but yeah, I keep looking at the stats in this Browns Jets game because I have the Alamo Bowl lawn and I kind of tuned out of the NFL game because it looked like it was over and it it is over. Joe Flacco in the second half. We're gonna have to double check this with DeSager when we bring him in for his update. Joe Flacco, I think, had 296 yards at the end of the second quarter. We're now two minutes left in the fourth. Now the Browns are gonna win the game. They're up 17. Right. Flacco has 309 yards total. Which means... They ran the ball a lot, right? (laughs) In the second half, Joe Flacco has thrown for a grand total of 13 yards. I'm trying to figure out... like It feels like the Jets have had the possession the entire second half. Like Every time I look up, the Jets have the ball. Right. Trevor Simeon has another attempt. It's like Flacco hasn't even been on the field, but he's the only quarterback with a stat, which means he hasn't been replaced, hadn't been hurt. He only threw the ball What is going times. on here? Yeah, he only threw, he threw, he was 16-22, to 22, I believe, in the first half. Um, he's 19-29 to 29 now, so obviously they uh, curtailed it way back and maybe didn't have the ball a lot uh, in the second half, like you said, because uh, the Jets maybe had time of possession there. But you're right, he, he uh, must have been running the ball a lot when they did have it, though. I mean, the time of possession overall right now is 29.51 to 28.09. So okay, it's so it's right almost there. 50-50. Right, right. Something, I, I don't know. That's a weird stat line considering he was that effective 
in the first half, and in the second half, he's done like 13 yards and nothing. Like, he's wow. still got a good stat line because he had a great first half, but I'm just trying to figure out what's happened in the second uh, half. And what's happening to my Arizona Wildcats, too? I'm, oh. Now I'm really getting angry. Oklahoma scored right off the bat, 21-13, uh, early third, like 14-29 in the third. So I, I, I can't even watch. It's, it's making me upset. By the way, this is all brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount. By combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more, all your protection in one place, bundle and save at Progressive.com. The Jets in Cleveland started off Week 17. We'll go through some of the other games as we get you ready for Week 17. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, live at Tyrac.com studios. Jason Martin, Arnie Span, you're in for the guys, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. My Wildcats down by eight. Oklahoma with the ball deep in their own territory. So, uh, Could use a turnover crabby. here, Arnie. I, I need a turnover bad. 
I need one. You're right. So I, I think I'm behind you guys in the feed. Did you say there was a turnover? Or I need. No, I said turnover? you could use one. No, your yeah. response was proper. Yes, yeah, I was just yeah. saying you you guys could use one right now. Need the momentum to switch. Thank goodness Plank is not working Sunday. He's already asked for that night off. So I got Torres filling in. Um, yeah, because I don't think I could do the show with him if Oklahoma wins this game. I, I just I'm sure he's it. still going to have something for you the week after. <laughs> I'm sure maybe I'll just call in sick that time. That's for sure. Um, let me ask you this, because some of the games, and there's some monster games in Week 17 in the NFL, um, maybe none as big as the Cincinnati and the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City. Wait a second, um, wait a second, wait, wait a second. I promise what I said to you was not because I had already seen it. Was there a turnover? Yeah. Oh, really? See, I, yeah. I, I, I'm way behind you. They're just. I started laughing when it happened. Yeah, because I'm 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 still seeing the the snap right now with uh, with them on the 12 yard line. I think so. Uh, nope, never mind. They're gonna they're gonna rule them down. So uh, you see that? Miss. Look at that. They, they, ah, see now you got me crabby again. But anyway, getting back to Week 17. Yeah, the Bengals are in Kansas City taking the Chiefs. Um, we know the Chiefs are broken. Uh, I never seen a team lose a game like that before in my entire life to the Raiders. Uh, no passing yards in the second, third, and fourth. It was just a, a debacle for Kansas City. Their offense looks completely in disarray. Kelsey's losing it on the sideline. I don't know who deserves more blame: Andy Reid, Mahomes, uh, Kelsey, other. It um, it doesn't look good for them right now. I'm curious to see how they're going to do on the road, but I have I have zero confidence in this uh, Kansas City Chiefs team. I'm dying to see how this game turns out against Cincinnati. Here's how you know it's not going very well this year. Patrick Mahomes looks unhappy. Patrick Mahomes doesn't look like he's enjoying being there. No, and no. he doesn't have the weapons. And you know this was a team that you know they got rid of Tyreek Hill, but they were okay. But we know what Tyreek Hill is. We're seeing what that what that looks like, and, and how valuable he is to an offense in this league. They don't have Juju Smith-Schuster, who helped them last year. They don't have the weaponry right now. The offensive line has regressed. I was listening to uh, the Athletic Football Show earlier this week, and I heard them them breaking it down. And some of those guys have taken steps back. They've dealt with some injuries, but they're just not. They're not protecting as well. They're not blocking as well. What about no B enemy too? Is that a, is that a bit? I, I think that's probably part of it. I mean, I think all I think everything is on deck right now. I think B enemy not being there probably doesn't help things. Uh, I think that uh, they don't have guys that are getting separation down the field the same way they've had like boneheaded stuff like Kadarius Tony and some of those things that have gone against them. The offensive lines regress. The defense generally has been it's been. Okay, and then there's this one other thing, and I asked this, I, I asked Aaron this last week, and I said, "Look, I'm going to do the sports radio thing here, but I, I'm not doing it for that result. I'm just doing it because I wanted to ask the question, and I'm going to ask you: Is it fair to suggest that Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs organization are a little bit off center?" Because of uh, that giant, you know, blonde albatross <laughs> that's in these press boxes 
that is being talked about every literally every time Kelsey catches a pass, I think the networks require a cut to Taylor Swift. Right, right. No, every you know, single time, it, I think, it, it has to be a distraction, right? Jason, no, I think if it, look if you're a Chiefs fan and you're blaming it on Taylor Swift or you're a player and you say it's a distraction, then the, you're not being honest. I think that's a cop out if you're a player, um, you know, trying to do that. There's there's always types of distractions going on um, during the course of a season. And why? Because she's a famous star? I mean, Russell Wilson is married to a famous star. Yeah, but he's not married to Taylor Swift. He's not married to Time's Person of the Year for 2023. That's who Taylor Swift is. Taylor Swift's a completely different level of superstar than anybody else that you could name. To the degree that we literally talk about it every time. We don't talk about Sierra even monthly when we're talking right. about Russell Wilson. We didn't even talk about Giselle right. anywhere right. near as much as we're talking about Taylor Swift. But I'm not suggesting it's yeah. the reason. Right. I'm just saying, is it fair to throw that out there for discussion that that is part of just kind of the- a weird... A weird season in Kansas City that's probably not going to end the way others have. The only part I will say is you're right is that when Kelsey travels to like Argentina or something like that during the bye week uh, or, you know, during the off week. So, you know, instead of maybe resting up or doing other stuff, maybe I could agree with you there also, you know? Yeah. That could happen to anybody. You didn't have to have a famous girlfriend to do that. I just think that, I, I think that. Regardless of why it's happening, the Chiefs just aren't the same right now. No, and no. I, I think that you know you still say, man, until somebody beats them in the playoffs, though, I mean they could still get hot. We understand how good some of their players are. We do. I also think it is highly unlikely that this Chiefs team is in the Super Bowl this year. Oh, I highly agree. unlikely. I want to ask you about Mahomes. We'll come back. We'll do that. But shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio whenever you get your podcast. And be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast again. Search for Fox Sports Radio whenever you get your podcast. And you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about, have you lost a little bit? I'm not going to say respect. But um, uh, you think maybe it's knocked down Mahomes a peg or two. We're going to get to that coming up next. But first, let's see what's trending with our buddy Steve DeSager. I'm very crabby, DeSager. Very, very crabby. <laughs> As opposed to any other show you've done. Yeah, I, 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 thank goodness Plank's not around. I don't think I could be finishing this show if he was here right now. By no. the way, my wife actually said, because I said Arnie said he was crabby. My wife said, is he not crabby? At some other point, she doesn't even listen like all that regularly, and she knew the same thing that DeSager does, and he works with you every week. Yes, yes. By the way, since it is a holiday week, we're kind of switched up on the co-hosts this week. Jason, yeah. you are back tomorrow. Is that his? Is that yeah, his me and Torres tomorrow, and then of course we're in our spot on Saturday. Then me and Torres again on Monday. Okay, during the semifinals. Yes. All right, and Arnie Spaniu, you are here Sunday night. Sunday night back. So not if Plank's not going to be there though, because he probably wanted it Torres off. Torres in that one too. He, yeah, he thought Oklahoma was probably going to lose, so he didn't want to face me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Well, he no doubt was on the sidelines at the Alamo Bowl first half, thinking, "Are you kidding me?" Thirteen to nothing was the Arizona lead in the second quarter. It is now Sooners ahead, twenty-one thirteen in the third. Earlier bowl wins for Kansas State, Boston College, and Rutgers. Four more bowl games tomorrow, and yes, the national semifinals are each on New Year's. 
As for the NFL game at Cleveland tonight, the Browns have won. They clinch a playoff spot. The Cleveland Browns are 11-5. and Where's their starting quarterback? Where's their starting running back from the start of the year? This yeah, is quite yeah. a story. 37-20, the final over the Jets tonight, who fall to 6-10. and Joe Flacco, three touchdowns, one interception, 309 yards. And I believe it was seven yards on the first drive of the third quarter. So he had almost no yards passing. How did this happen? After I, I don't understand what happened here. Because <laughs> uh, the leading rusher for the team, Jerome Ford, had like 60 yards rushing. It's not like he had 200 yards. Did they just punt the ball on first down repeatedly <laughs> yes. in the second half? It's like an old Canadian game. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's 20 <laughs> degrees, and yeah, you just keep punting on first they down. for two points. No, the uh, Cleveland Browns on the first drive of the second half, they went three and out, but... There were passing yards to be had there, uh, a couple of throws, but you're right when you were talking about this earlier. Yes, there was a turnover. Yes, there were a lot of short drives, and yes, they really didn't pass that much. Because remember that first quarter, they were over 164 yards just in the first 10 minutes of this game tonight when Mm. they darted out to a lead. It was 27-7 in the second quarter, Browns. 34-14 late first half, 37-20 the final. And this is with wide receiver Amari Cooper out tonight due to a heel injury. Tight end David Njoku, six receptions, 134 yards. Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud cleared concussion protocol, so he will start on Sunday. As for the NBA late games, the late games in L.A., halftime Lakers only leading 58-57 over a Hornets team that's lost eight in a row. Spurs have lost five in a row. They're still winning at Portland mid-third quarter, 69-59. Miami does not have Jimmy Butler out with a strained calf tonight, and the Heat lead at Golden State in the third, 67-56. If the Warriors lose this game, their record will be 15-16. and Lakers right now, not exactly world beaters in the first half at home. Lakers record 16-15. and 15. Mm. And then there's the Detroit Pistons. Boston was down 21 to Detroit late first half. Still beat the Pistons in overtime, 128-122. Detroit has lost 28 games in a row. Victories for New Orleans and Minnesota. Denver won at six straight. And Indiana won at Chicago, 120-104. to Tyrese Halliburton, 20 assists and no turnovers. College basketball wins for Oklahoma and Oregon. In progress in college hoops, nine minutes to go. UCLA has taken the lead at Oregon State in their Pac-12 opener, 52-40. to Among the NHL games, it's Philadelphia leading 3-0 at Vancouver late second period. Vegas ahead of L.A., 3-1 late in the second. Hurricanes beat Montreal 5-3 today. Back to you. All right, thanks a lot, uh, DeSager. Of course, Jason Martin, Arnie Spann, you're in for Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harbin. We're live at the Tyrac.com studios. Um, our Wildcats now down by 11 as they hold Oklahoma to a field goal. So at least we got uh, something decent out of that one. By the way, you know, I heard where the Knicks get an extra game at home against Detroit at the end of February. If Detroit still has the losing streak, I'm going to go to that game. I, I got to assume it's not going to be sold out. They just uh, found out there's going to be a game there. So I figure I can get a, a cheap ticket or something like that, Jason, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I saw that story as well. Um, that's just, I don't even know what to say about that. Losing and doesn't Detroit have to play? Row? Don't Detroit loses a home game though, also though because of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not even as concerned about that as just being a fan of that. How, what do you do? You lose 28 in a row. 
That's that's insane. And they were two and one to start the season off, and now they've lost twenty eight in a row, which is which is crazy out there. I I don't know it. It's not like they're that bad. There's some bad teams in the NBA, so you figure they'd beat a bottom feeder sooner or later. Here they played a a good game against the Boston Celtics, and um, boy, the way the the books must have taken a beating because I know everybody bet Boston in the second half, and you probably got some good odds that they were going to come back and win when they were down by nineteen or twenty. You know? Yeah. See, that, I was actually gonna I was actually admit that exact same point and figured that that you would be able to shed light on it, but. Yeah, I, I assume the same thing. It's like you probably could have gotten a really nice number. Yeah. If you wanted to put money on Boston. And, yeah, I mean, and, and there being really no reason not to, considering the Pistons find ways to lose that we've never seen before in sports. <laughs> They're 2-29. So and 29, Start the season 2-1 and one, and then lose 28 in a row. They're 22 and a half games out of first place, and that, of course, was who they played tonight, the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Next hour, we have Bill Krakenberger on. We'll talk to him about it, and we'll see uh, if people got rich off that. I, you know, I asked you about Mahomes. Now that this is all going on with Kansas City and, it, it, you know, things are real tough, do you see – do you feel less about Mahomes? I mean, look, he's still going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's not the end-all, the be-all, and, you know, the next coming of Tom Brady and stuff like that. It goes to show you when you don't have the weapons, um, you know, you're not – nearly as great as everybody was making him out to be. Do you take a little bit less from Mahomes or or no, not really? No. No. I, I, really? I still think Mahomes is great. I think that, well, I mean, what was Tom Brady when he didn't have weapons? Like you said, he's not the next Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady, his last few years in New England, didn't have any weapons, and they didn't do very much. Um, he what went down Bowl to Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they had weapons everywhere. When he went down there, they had the exact opposite of what he had in New England. So I don't, I don't know that 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 I agree with that point. I think Mahomes is still great, but I think that almost nobody, almost no quarterback, regardless of how good they are, can win without some talent around you. And that that's what you're seeing is they have kind of they've kind of emptied it a little bit there, and they're going to have to get some guys. They've got some young guys that they're trying to develop, but they don't have that dynamic speedster wide receiver one guy that they need and without the offensive line you know you're you're seeing what that looks like i think the one thing that you are noticing about patrick mahomes is yeah he's human in that we've seen a lot of footage through the years of tom brady yelling at offensive linemen yelling at coaches you know being less likable at times because he's super competitive hadn't really seen that out of Patrick Mahomes. He's just always been pretty even-keeled and all. Well, this year we've seen, you know, he and Andy Reid upset about an officiating mistake that wasn't a mistake, (laughs) about an official making the correct call and yelling at the offensive line and those kinds of things. Those are un-Mahomes-like, we thought, but it turns out, no. Like, when things are going well, you generally look happy. And when things don't, we start to see... We start to see what that stress looks like, what that anxiety looks like. And I think that's what you're seeing in Patrick Mahomes that's a little different. We've never seen Patrick Mahomes like with adversity on his face. Right. Or right. with this kind of stinks, guys. Like, like I'm after not the really Buffalo having game, fun here. We've never seen that before. Like like after the Buffalo game when he was just screaming about the officiating and right. even complaining about it to the other team like they cared, you know what I mean? Yeah, like they cared and <laughs> and then he goes and watches them. Oh, they were right. 
Like he was right, and, and the idea is, well, that's not what football is. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it is. Like that, man. Officiating's been terrible this year. Yeah, but that was the right call. <laughs> that's what's so hilarious about it. And they were still angry, and I think they were angry mainly just because, gosh, is anything going to go right for us this year? I think they've gotten used to living in a penthouse. Right. That thing's being remodeled, and they're like four or five steps down. And they're seeing Lamar Jackson up there right now, and they don't really like that very much. No, I agree with you on that. Did you know, by the way, that Discover uh, wants everyone to feel special? That's why you got the Discover card, where you have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Some other big games in Week 17. We'll take a look. That's coming up next right here on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. All right, we're live at the Tyrac.com studios, along with Jason Martin and Marty Spann. You're in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Getting a lot on Twitter, like Keaton says, are you okay, Arnie? What's happening with Arizona? No, I'm not okay. And this is funny how you ask me when they're losing. Nobody asks me when they're winning, how am I doing? When they were up 13 nothing, Jason, it's always how you doing when you're down 24-13, Arizona with the ball uh, late in the third. So it's uh, it's going to be tough. We haven't uh, we haven't done much after we get those first 13 points. Oklahoma has the, uh, done a good job defensively against us. Yeah, I mean, I think off the top I said I'm doing well, but not as well as you're doing. <laughs> and that was when it was 13 to nothing. You jinxed me, of course. Right. The reason why nobody asks you how you're doing at 13 nothing is because we know how you're doing. Yeah. But the thing about it is, 
we also kind of know how you're doing when you're down 24-13 after exactly. you were up 13 to nothing. Like exactly. Both, both the questions are almost unnecessary, but you ask the second one out of mockery. <laughs> you have no real good reason. There's no, no. recourse to, to asking it the first time when you're up 13 nothing. But if they have a chance to kind of take the screwdriver and just knock it into your funny bone a little bit, that's what they're going to do, and that's what that that's what that – question is all about. You know what, my I could take losses. No, not really. I'm a bad loser. But like when my Arizona Wildcats lost in basketball to FAU yeah. or to Purdue, um, that really stings, too. That That's the toughest when my Arizona loses or the Dolphins lose. I'm used to the Knicks losing, so I, I really, that, it doesn't affect me anymore. You know what I mean? But they're good this year, but... Um, right. I, you get used to stuff like that. That's Yeah, well, I guess, I'm, but I mean, Arizona football... Arizona football, it's you know they've had a, a few outlier years, but it hasn't been some kind of program that has all this deep, rich tradition. No, where you've gotten used to winning a bunch. So that's why I felt like this game was so big and so fun potentially for Arizona fans. Is I mean you end up with a ten-win season, knock off Oklahoma on the way out. Boy, you're feeling really good. If you don't, you're nine and four, and you lost Oklahoma, and you still had a great year. But it does. It just feels like this would be a sweet ending for for Arizona, and it right now doesn't feel very likely. No. By the way, now that you bring up any other bowl games you're looking forward to other than the semifinals, I mean, some people say Missouri and Ohio State. I think that's on the Friday, the, yeah, the 29th. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit Oregon State, Notre Dame. I don't know. You you tell me any any particular Georgia, Florida State, though everybody's opted out of Florida State. That's yeah. that's insane out there. But any, uh, any game you're looking forward to or what? Did you see the Florida State quarterback come out and say if they're undefeated and they're the only undefeated team left, they should be the national champion? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Shh, yeah. Quiet. Nobody cares. <laughs> don't be Central Florida from exactly. a handful of years ago. Yeah, just, yeah. just just move on. Missouri Ohio State is interesting to me, except that again, the opt outs and McCord leaving and all of that I, I, that's taken a little of the sales out. I think Ole Miss right. Penn State's an interesting matchup. Just on paper, I find that one pretty interesting. Right, right. And I think that even though Oregon probably well, I mean because of the opt out, it's not the same. But it would have been a great quarterback matchup. Um, in the Fiesta Bowl. So that one could have been relatively entertaining. Georgia-Florida State, to me, because the opt-outs is kind of wrecked. What about like, what you mentioned whatever. the Fiesta Bowl, what, like at Liberty and Oregon? What do yeah. you think about that matchup, you know? Well, I mean, again, it was going to be a great great quarterback matchup because you have Caden Salter, um, the, the Tennessee transfer, who's been outstanding for Liberty. And then, of course, you have – Bo Nix and what he's done at Oregon, it just feels like this is the consolation prize for Oregon anyway. Exactly. That really that really harms it. If everybody was playing in the game, I think that would be a fun win just because you'd get to see a team that no one really pays attention to despite the fact that they're currently undefeated at 13-0 and go against one of the big dogs, but it's not going to be as big a dog, so as a result, the game kind of loses a lot of its luster. I got a feeling Oregon's just going to just crush them. I don't know. Probably. Maybe I'm wrong, but they're only a 16.5-point favorite. I could, I could see this three touchdowns or more very easily, you know? Yeah, I think that's. I think you're probably right. Um, 
But, I mean, we have created, and this is why the 12-team playoff needs to be here. Oh, yeah. We've created yeah. a scenario where three games matter and everything else is, is if you've got a dog in a fight or if you just like watching football and maybe you get a dramatic game. But 12 is going to get us so many more games with stakes. And stakes, even if the matchup isn't as interesting on paper, makes a big difference. All right. We're at halftime. Two hours are in the books. The power hour is coming up next. We'll come back. We also have Bill Krakenberger come on, coming on by at about 20 past the hour. We'll see what's going on in Vegas and take a look at the Lions for Week 17 in the NFL. All that coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 